Hey there, boss ladies. Producer Bobby here. If you love today's guest, Pegeen, and you will, you have another opportunity to hear a little bit more from her. You can either join us live at the Daytona State College Hosseini Center Thursday, November 17th at 9.30 a.m. Or you can click on into the live stream that is located in the podcast description for this episode. We look forward to connecting with you again. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Boss Lady Podcast. Whether you're an entrepreneur climbing the corporate ladder or a work-from-home parent, you are a boss. If you desire to make your life extraordinary, to reach and exceed your personal and professional goals, and learn from other strong leaders, then the Boss Lady Podcast is for you. As an entrepreneur, mother, wife, and former CEO, I share lessons and stories of both personal and professional successes and failures. Join me along with a diverse list of guests as we break down strategies, tools, and techniques that will enhance your career and your life. Together, we will embrace, empower, and educate each other. I am Teresa Rand, and this is the Boss Lady Podcast. Welcome to the Boss Lady Podcast. I am Teresa Rand, and this is my podcast. <laughs> but today I have an amazing guest. And if, as always, I start off by saying if you're a new listener, you are in for a treat today more than ever with the guest that I have. And if you're a returning listener, then thank you. Thank you for coming back. For subscribing and listening to the podcast. We are at about two and a half years now of the Boss Lady podcast. So that's exciting as we're winding up 2022. Then the other thing I always do at the beginning is tell you, you can go to TeresaRanConsulting.com and find out all you want to find out about me. I don't want to waste your time telling you a commercial about what I do. If you like what you hear today, you can find me at TeresaRanConsulting.com and reach out to me there. But I want to use our time wisely. We have an amazing guest today. And this is a bonus exercise, our bonus podcast, because Pagina and I trying to get together, we just managed to do that. So when this podcast comes out, you'll get two this week. Uh, but Pagina and I have known each other. We were just figuring it out for over 20 years. She was a consultant when I first started with the YMCA in Jacksonville, Florida. And when I was cleaning out my office 20 years later, when I left the Y, I still have the materials Pegain used and the workbook she used. That's how impressed I was with you way back then, Pegain. And today, Pegain is an international motivational speaker and so many other things. But again, you can go to Pegain.com and find her too. I want you to hear her. So we're not going to do commercials. We're going to say, welcome, my friend. I am so glad and honored and excited in all of those things to have you on today's podcast. Well, you know, what's exciting about it is to realize we were only 10 years old when we worked together. <laughs> That's right. So, we were so smart. Child prodigies. We were so smart that they put us in charge of anything. They brought us in. Here we were, these 10-year-old girls that were totally bossy, <laughs> and we're going to take over the world. Exactly. So, exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm owning it. It's my story. I can uh, take it and and run with it. I'm thrilled to be on, on this boss lady. This is great. This podcast is great. And I'm so excited to be talking to women who are primary li right. listeners and allies for sure, but the women about who they 
I believe certain, I have a, I have a motto. You have a lot of mottos. I have a lot of mottos, but you know, to be bold, be brave, be seen, be heard and be paid well. And so whether you're in business or whether you're working uh, for a company or an organization, it is our ability to be powerfully us. And we women are fantastic and awesome. And you know that I love you, Teresa. I, I adore you. And just for everybody listening, you go to Teresa. It's T-E-R-E-S-A brand <laughs> consulting. And you can reach me at P-E-G-I-N-E dot com, dot com. You know, but we both have names that everybody doesn't That's know true. how to spell. You always put so, an H in mind. No, T-E-R-E-S-A-R-E-S-A-R-E-S-A-R-E-S-A-R-E-S-A-R-E-S-A-R-E-S-A-R-E-S-A-R-E-S-A-R-E-S-A-R-E-S-A-R-E-S-A-
Now that is my responsibility to my soul, to my mm. heart, to who I am. And I'll go find a company that wants me. I'll go find, and, and in the interim, I might even be consulted. I know I'm worth more than being treated in a way that does not honor my goddessness. Mm. So what I have found now, if we stay in the organization and we're allowing people to continue to behave in the way that they're behaving, we're doing it for a couple of things. Usually we're doing, you just tell me when to be quiet. (laughs) Nope, I'm listening. You know, the, usually the reason that we're doing is, well, we need the money. Well, if I leave, what if I don't get something else? Well, if I leave this and I go someplace else, it might be worse. Well, if I, if I, you don't understand. We just bought a house. You don't understand. I have kids going to college. You don't understand, right? I do understand. What you may not understand is it's a choice. And so that if you choose to stay and you want to move up rank, then it's your investment in yourself to figure out how you can be bold, brave, seen, and heard. Yeah, and that's where the choice comes. Absolutely, and you know, Pegeen, that reminds me. And I I don't know if you even know when I left, uh, when I moved to Jacksonville. I I was in Albany, Georgia. I'd worked for the wife for ten years. I was I moved up to membership director, a director of two departments. But I knew I was never going to be promoted beyond that. To Mm -hmm. this day, there's still never been a female promoted to the executive director of that small Y. But I planned it. I was a single mom with two children. I planned it for two years. I saved money. I invested in, I had to go back to college. I knew I needed a degree to move up the way I wanted to move up. I made connections in Jacksonville before I got there, but it took time. But when I pulled the trigger, trigger, I pulled the trigger because I could still be there I could have been the membership there, director there probably until for 30 years. Absolutely. But that's not what I wanted. But it took me you know, to, to make those choices. And it didn't happen overnight. I had three kids to feed. So, you know, I understand exactly what you're saying. Ambition is a wonderful yeah. word for women. Yeah. You know, if people say, well, ambition, don't say ambitious. And, oh, if I hear one more female say, be humble, mm. stop. We, we go from, we don't, we, so our humbleness is, so if you look at a rod, right? If you look at like, like a long rod, there's being humble and there's being hiding. Mm. And so it is up. If, if we don't communicate our value, if we don't honor this, I, we wrote, I wrote the book uh, called yep. lead with, a, with other 18 other women, right? I, if you don't honor your, that inner calling that was embedded in your heart, that was embedded because you love people that was embedded because you love yourself, but that was embedded because you love a family. It was embedded actually from even before you were born, that, that, that fire was put into you. And every woman that's listening to this podcast, that is called to listen to this podcast, that fire was placed in your soul. And you can try to push it all you want, but you're going to 
listen to it eventually. Absolutely. You can't help it. So you were very pragmatic. You said, okay, I have the three kids. I need to have this. I'm going to do two years. I wasn't quite as pragmatic. Doesn't surprise me totally. I was a director of a large uh, organization in New York City, and they had given me a promotion. I knew that I'd be going up rank, but I also knew that I would end up getting these golden yeah, handcuffs right. on my arm, which was going to be we're, we're paying even we're paying you so much that uh, you, you the. The chances of you leaving are going to be so small, mm, yeah. right? Because there's security and there's, you know, and I had my two kids and I had my husband. I was the one that was bringing in the, he was running his own business. So I, mine was right. a secure yep. paycheck. Uh, I, I honestly, I knew, but I knew that I had to run my own business. I just knew I had to do this work. I just knew it. And so I gave in my resignation about four months before I was to leave. So I knew it was going to be a really hard position right. to fill, but I didn't tell my husband until. Oh, we wow. <laughs> well, cause I knew that he was going to yeah. yell. So if I, I knew that he was going to yell, I knew that he was going to get upset. <clears throat> I knew all that stuff, but, and, and I just knew, I knew that I had to jump off the ledge and trust myself enough that I'm never going to, I may let me fail, but I was going to figure out how to ensure that we can pick, meet our mortgage, yeah, that we could, the right. kids can be taken care of. I just, I was, I, nothing was going to stop me from doing that. And I mean, nothing. So I think that one of the things that I, when I look at this report and these numbers is, you know, they said that uh, for every woman director promoted to Leave. to leave right and to leave and that makes perfect sense you know if you've been putting 20 25 years into an organization you've been working hard i mean our women work really really hard i don't think that people really understand the the depth that women bring because not only do we do our job we volunteer within the company oh i'll handle this oh i'll get involved with dni and, I, and that's totally yeah i'll I, I'll, oh, we, we need to organize it. I will do that. Oh, we want to be on a And oh, by the way, yes, we don't ask for any more money. We just volunteer. No, no. And we, by the way, how many times has a woman director, a woman anywhere, been said, hey, hey uh, they'll say, Teresa, can you go speak to this women's mm -hmm. group? Hey, Teresa, we're sponsoring this. Can you be the speaker? And you're like, okay, well, wait a minute. I have to leave the, I have a major project that I have to do. And you're asking me to leave to do the speech, you'll be fine. You just do it. Yeah. And well, I, I can't, but the, they said, well, there's nobody else to do it. Yes. Because you're the only female or one of three right. female women's history month is the worst nightmare for women leaders everywhere because it's the month where from a visibility perspective, people want women to go out and speak. And so if you're in accounting, for instance, if you're in the finance field, that's the trickiest field for you because you're exhausted. You're working right. on this stuff to try to get that's it done. And now they're telling you, you have to go out and speak. You have to represent you. And we're like, oh, okay, no problem. Thank you so much for the right. opportunity. <laughs> so and true. So I'll true. And let's, 
I'll go. Oh, yes. And women, you could do this. And then you're running back, tat, 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 on your high heels, getting into the car because you have to run back to the house because you have to make sure that you have the report that you needed to get the report done. You have to get the report done because you still have to talk to the kids. And then you have to talk to the kids. Oh, my gosh. We had to make the, the cupcakes yeah. by this thing. We had to talk about this. We had to talk to the babysitter. We had to make sure that everybody's all right. Mommy, where are you? Mommy, where are you? I love you. Can you play with me? I'd love to play with you right now, but I have to really get the work right down over here. I'll get the work right down and then I'll come back. All right. I'll play with you. La, 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 la. Okay. Go to sleep. Now it's time to go. Let me go. Let me go to the computer and start working again. Oh my gosh. There's so many, so, so many women listening right now are going, is she spying on me? <laughs> is she in my house? Because sometimes I think we think we're the only ones doing that. And we're right. not. And it's, and it's, it's we're not. We're not. My daughter graduated from MBA. She works for a major company who I will not mention. And it's a great company. It's fantastic. All this wonderful. But she was feeling sick this week. And she and she said, oh, but I've got I've got to be helping with the veterans group today. Uh, I, I, I have all these side task projects that I said I would help out with, but I'm really tired and I feel sick and she's coughing. And I'm saying, Right, just do your job. Cancel the other thing. That's okay. Yeah. They will all survive. Cancel the veterans thing. That you, can, you just can't go. You're sick. These side projects, put it aside. It's okay. Because let me tell you, I know a lot of other people that be doing that without a right. problem. But as leaders, we tend to, we see the power of the community. We see the power of our connections, which is the other piece that, you know, they were sharing in the report is that women tend to see the relationships, mm. understand the culture, look for this. Do you know what the other thing that we do? And we never, ever tell the world about this, which is shame, shame, shame on us. I mean, don't feel shameful about it, but I'm telling you all that you have to start saying, this is how I protected the company. Do you know that women tend to look at how much they're spending in the company? Oh, wow. Expensing out. Women are very conscious about it. It's always curious to me because I'll ask a bunch of guys who say, we're going out golfing. I'm going to go golfing with the, the, I'm going golfing with, you know, the guys. We're going to have a meeting at the golf club and, and they go and they expense it out. Right? They expense out their mm -hmm. drinks, they expense out their, their lunches, they expense it out because they're doing it for the business. Women will go, oh, my pen is running out of ink. I don't know that I could go buy another pen. <laughs> That's so true. Women will look at, um, well, I, I can't, I can't do that because that's on the expense. Women rarely Say, I'm going to have a business, I'm taking a business meeting, a role meeting at the spa. Right. And we're going to go to the spa, we're going to get our nails done, and we're going to get our hair, and we're going to go and take, let's have a big group massage, all expenses out. We would never expense it out. Because one, we don't want to have to validate that we went to a spa on yeah. business time. But meanwhile, back at the ranch, you and I were just talking a few minutes ago. How many in your world, in your your world of work, all right? How many women, um, philanthropic women, do you meet? Quite a few, quite a few. And of those philanthropic women, if you said that I'm going to host, that I'm going to host a spa day to meet and talk together, that would be a business thought, right. correct? 
because you'd want to get together and you do it. But you would never do it because it would be horrifying that we would have to spend money like that. Yet, I'll ask you a question. Have you ever gone to a golf outing? You know, this is fascinating because it's never actually occurred to me to do that for one of my philanthropic female donors. But yet, we've paid, I can't tell you. Now, some of the women play golf too, so disclaimer. But we've paid for, in my past world of fundraising, Thousands of golf tournaments for donors. Thousands. I, I mean, literally. Yes. And oh, if I a know. woman plays golf, she is invited too. But it never even crossed my mind. I'm, uh, you know, just to take them to get their nails done, or go to the spa, or send them flowers. I ju- I did just have an organization that I gave some money to and did some things for sent me flowers first time that's ever happened and I was like that is the coolest thing and so guess what I'm now giving them the money for the event again next year (laughs) but that was a smart person right but here's one of the the SNL did a great SNL thing about Pandora bracelets And it was, like, at Christmas time. And it was this really funny thing, but it was so true from a woman's perspective. I've seen this in business. I've seen this in corporate. I've seen this all the time. So this funny SNL was that she said to her friend, oh, I'd love to have a Pandora bracelet. So her husband goes out and buys a $99 Pandora bracelet for Christmas, right? So it has a little thing. Oh. Thank you so much. She buys him like a $300 sweater. (laughs) Then the following year comes and he goes, oh, I bought you something so special. So he buys her a $39 Pandora charm charm for her bracelet. Oh, thank you. Meanwhile, she's bought a $500, you know, the floor floors for his car, right? right. right? Those those protectors. Uh, you know, she buys him the car. He gives her a part Pandora bracelet. And after a while, like a couple of years, they're all looking like, "This is what I got for Christmas." Meanwhile, but we do this so unconsciously. We ask for so yeah. little. We expect so little, and even when somebody wants to gift you something, we accept little rather than expect more. So yes, when I look at this report, I'm not surprised at all because I will tell you from my experience that, uh, you know, the biggest challenge that I find with women and and I'm not saying that women are, you know, listen, or there is organizational. Yeah. There is no doubt about it. There is absolutely it's just some of the things I hear is just pure right. disgusting. Oh, oh, oh. So I'm going to give, can I give a couple of tips Absolutely. for people? Please do. Okay. So now one of the things that they said in the leadership report, in this report was about men taking credit for their yeah. ideas and them not receiving credit. So the way that it said it sounded like, oh, the men take credit. And I'm thinking, yeah, because women aren't being badass about it. So here's the tip. Now every the more seen you are, the more that you know you need buy-in about your ideas. So you go around and you talk to people. You have pre-meetings before the meeting. 
to prepare. So you're sharing your ideas about this and you're having, you're trying to gather buy-in mm-hmm. from all the participants before the meeting occurs. But then you sit in the meeting and a lot of times because you've been sharing your ideas, there'll be somebody on the call him, Bob, who will say, I had this great idea and lays out this idea, which is your idea because you shared it with him. And you, most of the times that happen is that women go, oh my God, he stole my idea. And we get indignant. We bring up. Really? Look at them doing this. And we keep quiet and we fume Mm. and we get angry. No, 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 no. This is where the power of women come in about this situation. And here it is. I have never met a woman who had an idea who had not already strategically laid out one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight to 365 steps along the way of having a woman. I have never met a woman who didn't have a plan A, plan B, plan C. If this doesn't work, this is because she's been ruminating this in her mind. She's been thinking about it for so long. She's, she's looked ahead more than anything else, which is why we get angry when they say, I have an idea. Let's do this. And the, right. And he says the idea, here's the question for Bob. Bob, that is a fascinating idea. As a matter of fact, I had the same idea. I think I shared it with you, but but since it's your idea, can you tell me the five steps that need to be implemented to have the idea work? Because you've been working on it, right, obviously. Right. So can you share for all of us the strategic plan that you had in your mind about how to make that work? Bob can't he answer can't. the question because he hasn't spent the time. So then you go, Bob, I'm so glad that you brought up my idea to the group. So everybody, here's what I've strategically mm. planned to implement this. And you've now taken Take back ownership. Yep. Now, here's the thing is most women won't do that because ing, ing, yeah. ing, ing. what will they think about me? It's too hard. I can't do that. I'll be, I'll be taking it. Yes, you can. Because here's the magic that you're always going to do before every meeting. Can I share this? Is this no, too much? Keep going. Okay, so here's the magic that all I ask all women to do. Before you have going into this meeting, into your into this office where you're all going, and maybe you're going to pitch you an idea way before they ever arrive, way before, like go early in the morning, you go into that room. And I want you to go in the room, close the door, pull down the screen so nobody can see you, or uh, leave it because nobody's there because you're there so early. You're going to walk that room. You're going to touch every chair. I call it swiping. You're going to take your hand and you're going to swipe the back of the chair. And you're going to go, I got you. And you're going to do this, I got you. You're going to sashay throughout the room. You're going to stand at the front of the room. You're going to take your arms really high and you're going to spread out your arm and goes, this is my room. This is my house. This is my domain. You are going to send out, women have tremendous energy. Mm. So you're going to send out the energy in the room that this is your room. It doesn't matter where you sit in the room. What matters is that you take up space Mm. in the room. And you start taking up space by energetically pulling out space, pushing it out from you, sending those vibes. You number two, when you walk into the room, you never go right to your chair. What you do is you sashay around the room to your chair. 
So you're walking around the whole room and you're mentally doing, I got okay. you. I got you. This is my room. And you're mentally walking around. Now you might be saying, hi, George. And right. it may look like what you're doing is saying, hi, George. Hi, Tom. Hi, Frank. Hey, Hey, Phil, how are you doing? But in that, you're going, hi, Tom, I got you. Hi, Phil, I've got you. (laughs) Bob, I can't wait to hear your points of view. Hello. And then you sit down with a smile. And then when you sit down, you do a couple of things. Really important, because every woman that I've ever met loves to write notes. Mm -hmm. You take a biggest portfolio you could find, and you open it up, because... Men t- take up a lot of space. Women like to write their notes nice and neat, close hand. No, I want you to have a big portfolio. I want you to lean back. I want you to put your arm, you know, your oh, yeah. sh- one shoulder yeah. towards the back wall, and you're going to take up space. And when you take up space, you're going to think, I take up space. I tell women to write notes, I take up space. That's what you do when you go I in love the room. It. I love it. That's one of many things so, I teach, but, it, but again, it's I, important. You know, every time I hear you speak, and I've heard you speak quite a bit um, over the years, but it's always, it, there's these, I'm trying to figure out how to say it. There's this motivational piece that you come across. You're very energetic. You're very high energy, all of those things. But then you drill down and there's always tips when I heard you speak in Jacksonville back in April and you talked about how to network, I have used that with some of my friends in, you talked, you know, you go to first, second, third base home run and you're out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and I've absolutely. used it myself because I'm an introvert, but it's a subject for another day. But I say that to say, and, and I should have said this at the beginning of the podcast and I may, may actually go back and do that. But Pegeen, if you li- if you live in Daytona Beach or anywhere near an hour's drive of Daytona Beach, you need to be here next Thursday at Daytona State College at 9.30. It's a free, open to the public. It's called the Lemoran Speaker Series, and Pegeen is our keynote speaker. Uh, so, if and we also, and I'll put it in the show notes, it will be live streamed, so wherever you are, you can listen to it. She will also be at Florida Eastern College the day before speaking. That one will not be live streamed, uh, but if you're in that area, Brevard County, down in that area, please you know, try to go do, see that. But ours will be streamed here in Daytona State, and I can't tell you how excited I am to have you come and speak to our community uh, at the Lemoran Speaker Series, there'll be college students there, there'll be high school students there, and there'll be community leaders there that I just know you're going to give us, you're going to energize us, but you're going to give us real live, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Actionable stuff that we can walk yeah. out of the room and say, the next time I have to give a presentation or I'm going in a room, I'm going to get there early and walk around that room. <laughs> it's always real life stuff because you've been there, you've done that, you've studied this stuff. And you're in the world with, with a lot of powerful women and women at entry level. You're speaking to all of them. All, and, and yeah, I, my thing is theory is a really nice thing. Like yeah. Research reports are a really nice right. thing. 
gee, we could all use it to go, oh, but what are the tactics? What are the techniques? What are the tools that if a woman is reading any of these reports, what does it mean to me aside from saying they're bad or they're wrong or that's right. bad or that's against me? I have figured out for myself and I figured out for women, you know why women live longer? Because we're feisty. Yeah. You know why women live longer? Because we have heart. We, you know why women can, come on, get, have a baby, work, (laughs) lead people, be in relationships, volunteer, oh, have to look good, have to have makeup on, have to have the whole, you know, oh, and we could, we, we thank God for a few years, we didn't have to wear high heels, but now some of us back to wearing high heels and we do it in high heels. We need to know we are valuable, we are important, and we're powerful exactly as we are now. No one can take away your power except for ourselves. I, I want to read something because I just got it after you and I spoke and I'm being on LinkedIn. Uh, this woman wrote me, I don't, I don't know who she is, but she just shared, Pagin, I want to thank you for speaking at the Sherm conference. Yes, it was a while ago. And yes, the room was not full. However, you made a difference in my life. Your energy was amazing and you were not accepting excuses for not participating. I am more courageous for attending your session. Thank you. Happy uh-huh. Friday. I really want people, if they, if you can attend Daytona, you know, here we have a philanthropic donation to be able to do this. I really support everybody. And I support you, Teresa, for all the work that you have done, all the conferences that you pulled together, all the commitment that you have in the community for doing good work, for for elevating people, for elevating women, women, to giving them... So Teresa's just one of those women that is so sweet and so kind and so tough and so strong. <laughs> and so she's the, the complexity of all women. And it's what makes her be able to achieve the results that she has and has had the career that she has had. She's, if you haven't been to any of her programs, if you haven't, you should be really hiring her to come in to work with your company and organization and for you to go to get the coaching because this is also what she does and how she how much she cares. Thank so you. make sure you reach out to Teresa Rand Consulting and Teresa's with a T-E-R-E-S-A <laughs> Rand Consulting.com. And make sure you come to Daytona yes. and you could and that's and you that. can hear Pegine at Pegine.com, P-E-G-I-N-E. And that's our commercials. But you know what? Part of how I do what I do is because I'm constantly learning from other, mostly women, not all women, because, you know, we can learn from men too. Um, Absolutely. But it is, I invest in myself. I invest in my education. I invest in what I read. I invest in the people that I surround myself with. If they're Mm. not energetic and, you know, not playing the victim card, all of those things, I got to move on because 
although you did tell me you're going to live to 114, life is still very short. <laughs> Even Absolutely. if you do live to 114. So I love you, my friend. I, I am so excited to have you on this podcast uh, and hope we can do it again. But I can't wait to see you in a few days. And again, Daytona State <laughs> so College, excited. Thursday, November 17th, 9.30. Because of Gail Lemoran and Jill Simpkins, it is free. So please come out. I will again put the link so that if you can't come or you're somewhere else, you can listen to it because I promise it will be fabulous. Thank you so very much for being here. Thank you for having me and thank you for doing the work that you do. Look forward to seeing everybody in yeah. Daytona, Eastern Florida, and wherever, wherever we meet. Wherever we meet, right. And I'll end today's podcast just like I always do with my grandfather saying that he always told us when he was alive and we were growing up was to always take time to stop and smell the roses. So until we meet again, take care. Take care.